0: Wow. I have a chair. We're here with uh, Green Knuckle material. We're gonna ask them some questions. I'm I'm gonna start. Uh, what inspired you guys to start the band? Ah, uh, we didn't
1: start yeah. the band.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. All right. The band
1: the band was started maybe a long time ago by these two kids from Waldwick. Chris and Ryan. Okay. And Chris was a good friend of mine, one of my fraternity brothers. And they never they never played shows. They just like they did it as a little jam group when they were in high school. And Chris showed me some demos and I was like, "Yo, let's let's do it. Let's start it as so technically I started as a band. So okay. let's start it as a band and it was me, Chris, Ryan, and uh our old drummer Matt who was my cousin. Uh none of them are in the band now. Okay. Ryan quickly disappeared. He ended up in Costa Rica. So I hey, took over as it became a tree of the comic book. Great,
0: great,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, I took over as a lead singer, and then uh, Chris was the rapper at the time. And uh, we had our one of our electric guitar players, now Mike, uh, came on and joined as electric guitar. And we were kind of just a four piece, like a three piece power band, and uh, with a rapper. And then Chris left the band, and then I bought in Dan and uh, Nick. And Nick's no longer with the band. We don't really have we don't have a rapper now. We have Dan does both. Oh. Uh,
2: young Keezy occasionally comes through. Yeah, he's got an <laughs>
1: alter ego, Young keezy <laughs> <laughs> He might he might in a bit actually right. if we can if we can get him.
2: Okay. Right. <laughs> not see a hat anywhere.
1: <laughs> it's uh I you know I started the band but I really didn't start the band so. Okay. But you know, we write all the music. It's pretty much our band now. Like we've we've taken it to you know, we just adopted the name and the the brand. Yeah, we've cha- we've changed the sound a lot and kind of evolved into what we're going for right now.
2: Yeah, yeah, oh, cool. we're working on a project, um, a new track called "So Alive" as well, and uh, that's what's in the works right now. And we've had a lot of struggle with uh, finding the direction that we wanted to take the song in. Yeah, and. We've got this very different but very cool direction that it's kind of gone in, right. while maintaining the band's elements. But uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty it's gonna be pretty different compared to what we've put out in the past. So we're excited about it because it's gonna be the first you know staple of the new album too that's to come down the road as well. Awesome. Of course, things have gotten a set back with you know everything going on as well with Corona, yeah. uh, COVID nineteen. So, but you know we're still pushing on and yeah. we're excited. For the track.
0: Awesome. Um. So Skype froze for glory, so I'm just gonna keep on going. Uh, So, how did you guys all meet?
3: Um, You want to
2: say I I, I was I was pledging for my fraternity, uh, Tall Cap Epsilon at Rowan University, and Dan's a Rowan Rowan alumni who was also in the same fraternity, and I happened to be staying at his house. Um,
1: They they, were they were visiting for a you know an event, or they were they were going on a hike up in North so they spent the night by me i couldn't go on the hike because i was actually going to the studio to record the first gkm album Mm -hmm. and i remember saying oh sorry guys i can't i can't go with you guys on the hike my roommate who was also one of our brothers well you know he'll run the event and he'll take you guys on the trail and dan was like oh you know i i play guitar i'm like sure you do little guy (laughs) (laughs) giving him no like no um credit at all yeah And then when the original lineup broke up and the first rapper left, the band was pretty much done. And I I was hosting shows in my basement, like acoustic shows. And I just happened to message Dan on on uh, Facebook, and I was like, "Hey man, you want to like just come over and jam? Like I know you play guitar." Mm -hmm. He came over and we were jamming a little bit. He's like, "Yeah, you know I kind of like sing a little bit too." And I'm like, "Ah, sure you do, kid." Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And he plays "Don't" by Ed Sheeran, and I was just like. My jaw just dropped. And I was like, well, welcome to the band.
0: <laughs> so you really underestimated Immediately, it,
2: immediately after I finished the song, he's like, do you want to be in a band? I'm like, "Uh, sure. I was like, do you want to ask the guys and maybe like get back to me? And he's like, oh, yeah, just ask them. You're in. <laughs> 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 That's only got literally out. what he said. It was so funny. It was so funny. Yeah. So the, you- the
1: drummer who actually came back, he's not with us anymore, but he originally quit in the first, like, purger of the band yeah. and the guitar player mike was like i love doing this i'll still do it with you but i'm not doing any work to put the band back together uh-huh. i was like okay mike all right fair enough.
0: fair enough so you guys really underestimated uh dan over here That's what you're telling me oh,
1: i give him no credit yeah. at all <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
2: sorry buddy these string handles like sorry come on glory no, you go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say D string handle. D string's the heart and soul of this band. Like he really uh, keeps it sure. all together. It keeps him moving forward constantly because he has this insane work at work ethic yeah. um, that he you know he carries forward with us and uh, it's helped lead to our success. That's awesome, Lori. Okay,
3: uh, so you guys spoke about taking uh, your music in a different direction, but still kind of keeping some elements of uh, older music. What is your new writing process like?
1: I don't think the writing process is any different.
2: No, it's still the writing process is just an acoustic guitar. Me, Dan, his dad, um, Mike Ravenda, who's a really talented guy. He he writes a lot of, helps us write a lot of, like, the music. Mm -hmm. We
1: don't let him touch the lyrics, though.
2: (laughs) He offers a lyric here and there. He's like, what about
1: never is forever? I'm like, dad.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah about sweetness <laughs> <laughs> <That> is...
1: <laughs> and then it's funny like my mom will come in and like give a lyrical suggestion and it's awesome I'm like we're gonna go with that we're gonna go with that one instead <laughs> we actually had a we put like a little like jam on a we were just jamming we put it on Instagram and a, one of our fans he sent us some lyrics and we ended up using them we put them in a song the song's not recorded yet but like the fan basically wrote the first verse of the uh, oh that's cool of the song yeah so we thought that was pretty cool
0: um, yeah, so like with the new grouping of the band now, uh, what's the first <laughs> song that you guys wrote together?
3: Um, what do you
1: consider together? Because yeah. like, low, I like, I don't consider that we wrote that together, or even picture, I don't consider we wrote that together.
0: Well, just like, well, then the first song that you guys like wrote in collaboration, then have you guys written songs with a song? like,
2: with, like, with, the, with the the newest lineup? Yeah, probably, yeah. probably walk away okay. which we have but i mean i guess so alive too
0: yeah
1: uh everything on that album we, we was in collaboration okay. on the album we're putting out now i uh isolate i would say is not because that dan pretty much wrote that um what was the other one traffic was more me and mike okay. uh, who we are was more me and mike too okay. uh, maybe who we are was was, was Probably the closest we got to our current process of collaboration you know mike is less involved in the writing process now so it's really just me and dan and mike used to be heavily involved with it uh but he's kind of busy with other life stuff right now so yeah you know we have another guitar player brandon our, our lead guitar player uh he's really fantastic
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you know we yeah, have three parts we can we can get away with one of them being away
0: for, for a while Oh. What does the name Green Knuckle Serial mean to you guys? It It doesn't. Okay. Alright, there's no like fake deep meaning behind it that you guys give during interviews. Epic backstory? Yeah. Um, yeah, there there's
1: a whole comic book with an epic backstory actually. Oh. I don't know if I want to go into the whole comic book story right now. In the
2: year 4000, George (laughs) (laughs) Kildare Martin fights off against the witch.
1: The Huntress. The
2: Huntress? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted you to correct me.
1: Yeah, basically we're like pieces of the soul of a cosmic being. Uh-huh.
2: There's a... <laughs> there's,
1: you know. Okay.
0: There's
1: a... Right.
2: You can interpret it however you want.
0: All right. Okay. Um, so what bands have you been listening to while you're stuck at home? Uh, you go first, Dan.
2: I, mean, I learned "Walk Away" by Ballyhoo, so I had to listen for that a lot. <laughs> All right, cool. Bally is cool. Um, I don't know. I'm always listening to different things constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, like it depends what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah. And I'll, a lot of time, I'll just turn on the uh, pop radio on the TV, oh. and like John Mayer will play or Ed Sheeran will play, and those are two of my favorite artists. So, uh, oh. you know, not, not haven't been. Dabbling too much in other stuff, but just listen to music. I'm play, mostly playing music every day. I've learned a few new songs and been doing a live stream every Sunday night. Okay. That's gaining some attention. Um, but I would like to get into doing more writing and stuff um, moving forward.
1: Okay. Cool, cool. I've, I've been listening to less music since the quarantine because I'm not driving. Yeah. And car was where I listened so to the true. most music uh sometimes if i'm because i work from home right now sometimes i'll put on like 21 pilots or don broco or oh, something just to what'd she say
3: i, I just said uh yeah
1: yeah pilots. oh i love 21 pilots
0: amazing fan oh, yeah. what'd you think uh, of the new song then have you listened to oh, that
1: yeah. I, I didn't hate it it was okay. interesting
0: yeah it was yeah it's
3: it's definitely different from their uh other-
1: I, I'm never one for like, oh, let's capitalize on the world climate and write a song about what's going on right now and release it. And it's It feels like this is not the time to try to capitalize on uh, yeah, what's yeah, going yeah.
2: on in the world. At the same time, it'll probably work, though. Oh, no, no it's definitely. It, it worked, though, it, yeah. I hopes finally. And it's totally something we would do. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's something we've done. Yeah. With Queen of Dragons.
1: Oh, that's different. that was a global phenomenon of a TV show. This is a global pandemic.
0: You're right. You're right. Yeah.
1: A little bit of a difference. I feel like no one should be capitalizing on a global pandemic. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Although they could say they could say the Game of Thrones finale was a pandemic. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. It de- it de- I mean, a lot of people died. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, of
3: people died. Speaking of uh, Game of Thrones, what do you guys think of the last season? I don't watch it, but my brother was like really mad about it. So did you guys agree with how it ended?
1: Awful. <laughs> Awful.
3: Okay, yeah,
1: that's fair. That's okay. fair. So, I, I'm a avid book reader. I read all the books twice, except the last one, Dance with Dragons, I only read once. I'm saving my second read through for when the next book is coming out, which will probably be like never. So okay. <laughs> yeah. and the I'm show wasn't good for me.
2: I'm not gonna say it was awful. I'm gonna say it got it got some things right and it got other things horribly wrong. But I mean, I still enjoyed the last season. I just think it didn't live up to the hype, but at the same time, you know that it never could anyway, because it, it was being regarded as the greatest show of all time. And so having to end the greatest show of all time and rushing everything they did into the last season like that, you know, it's it's just never gonna live up to the hype. Yeah. But I don't think I'm not gonna say it was awful. I still enjoyed it. I am. I'm gonna say
0: it a- <laughs> fair, <laughs> enough. fair enough. Fair enough.
3: So during quarantine, are you guys working on any new projects, like with the new album?
2: I think we're just—that would be so alive right now. Yeah. yeah, we're we're trying
1: to get the next set of songs mix, mixed how we want them to and uh, ready to go. And we're trying to. A lot of what we're trying with our sound is trying to find a balance between like our own artistic vision and what we love to do and what we want and also what's going to work in the climate of the music industry right now.
2: Right. Yeah. Uh, so and to answer your question before about how the writing process has changed to adapt to the new sound, it's really now it's more of a conversation between the material we have and this a new a new producer who's okay. m- mixing and helping us produce the song and so it's kind of he he takes what we have he creates ideas with it he sends it back to us then we share it with the band and the band offers their input and so we've kind of found this middle ground between this pop reggae ska-ish sound and the you know gkm that people have come to know already
0: yeah okay that's cool um so aside from working on uh new music how else have you guys been staying busy during quarantine
2: no we'll
0: and to live stream a lot okay.
2: yeah live stream every week um on sunday that's good cool. <laughs> that's been getting traction so we're to keep that going and i'd like to live stream more but okay. we got a
1: couple cool days on instagram coming up
2: yeah oh, cool. that's true is yeah it, we, there that, are events coming you know adapting to the new environment something you have to do if you're a musician yeah
1: but actually i like the live stream that first of all something we should definitely continue doing even after this
2: yeah oh definitely
1: and the, the consistency of every Sunday on Facebook, we're getting like th- over a thousand views just oh, on. the nice. lot.
0: That's
1: wow. good. So people are loving it. We we we're making new fans. There's one guy, Mark. uh
2: uh-huh. Yeah, Mark He's is like, yo.
1: You come to Minnesota, stay at my house. He gives us twenty five dollars a week. Nice. He's Our number one
2: don- number one donator right now.
1: Yeah. Nice. He's the man. Great,
2: great
1: yeah. guy. He loves <laughs> Dad. <laughs> <laughs> He, he loves Dan, but he's talking to me on the chat. He's like, who's the man behind the camera? I was like, that's me. Like,
2: also Dan. Also Dan. <laughs> also Dan. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's been it's been interesting. But, you know, we're getting by. I want to do a full band live stream. I'm working on trying to find a place to do it and somebody that who can actually run it, like produce it for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, people just don't want to, you know, they're still a little hesitant to go out even in small crowds, which is understandable.
0: Yeah.
3: So, what is your guys' favorite part of TV? You guys have brought up live streaming a couple times. So, do you guys like to uh, interact with the fans more, or do you like producing, or recording, writing? Uh,
2: uh, nothing beats a live show.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, no, nothing is going to be a basement show in Rutgers. Uh, my- it, the, I mean, the, the last last yeah. show that we had at Rutgers was awesome. It was a great show, and I was hyped for the next one, but we had to postpone. So yeah, the last yeah. thing was cool, but def I like being in the crowd with the fans. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I like talking to the to the people afterwards at the. I like merch and stuff. We played Starland Ballroom a couple times, and Stone Pony, a few times, more than a couple times, mm-hmm. and uh, Stanhope House. And you know, we've supported some bigger bands, and I love like the people coming up to the table and talking to us and meeting new people and it's like something that sometimes it gets a little weird or creepy yeah uh you know we played with uh we the kings once and it was like a real preteen crowd oh uh it it got a little strange oh well i'm not surprised yeah it was weird but
0: okay
1: successful show for us we made a lot of new fans so
0: that's good um so, what's your favorite part of making the music itself, like putting it together?
1: I, I like writing the lyrics the most.
2: Okay. And for me, I like I like writing lyrics as well, but I like more the puzzle aspect of it. So I'm always looking for like ways to connect the words and fun ways um, so that so they sound catchy. But all that is really to support a melody. Okay. So I'm like so I'm really more about the melody and picking words and sounds and uh, um, You know patterns that yeah. follow a cool melody. Oh. Uh, that, right. I really like catchy poppy melodies and
1: the Cool thing about the way we write is like I'll write lyrics and I'll write that I write my lyrics to a melody
0: uh-huh. and
1: then I'll stand the lyrics and he just sings a completely different melody and I'm like ah, this is awesome uh-huh. and sometimes and sometimes I make lyric changes based on his melody. So once I hear his melody, then we can kind of... So it's almost like it goes by steps, like lyrics, melody, and then lyrics phase two. And then because I look at it like he's like my voice, like I bring my words to him to put in his voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. So they never sound like how they do in my head. But then once I hear them, then I, then I can make those changes and stuff. And that's how we really get a strong, stronger product.
2: Okay. Yeah, and sometimes I'll just take words and, like, rearrange and paraphrase them to, like, kind of paint the same picture, but in, like, the, like, the structural way that I want the melody to come across.
1: Yeah,
0: okay.
1: And we're both pretty, uh, like, some people would be like, don't change my words, oh. don't change melody, <laughs> don't change me. And we're not like that. We're like, please, like, do what you want with it. Like, take it and make it your own. Yeah. And then, you know, don't let my dad write around the lyrics. And sometimes
2: I'll just sing a melody, like we'll, his dad will be playing something and I'll kind of just like, and then like Dan will just like say, walk away. And then I start, and then we'll, that's how we'll uh, we'll create a song sometimes, you know, yeah. just by, I, I, it's something I've seen a lot of artists do. They kind of just like sing like a, and then they start adding words okay. to it. I love the shape of you and you know just kind of like doing the melody and then putting words behind it that kind of match what you're hearing in your head
1: my sister used to write like that she'd write melody first so we'd be jamming and she'd write, like sit singing a melody she actually re- she wrote a song called true or false once and she was reading out of like a plumbing handbook for like a plumber's <laughs> exam because my brother was a plumber so she's like true or false yes or no i'm like jenna you're reading a fucking plumbing book <laughs> So I it's don't, interesting don't. how singers write. Yeah. yeah. So, what artists are you, your, your biggest inspiration? You? What artists are our biggest inspiration?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you you make.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear anything, Dan? No. <laughs> I
0: can't hear. Anything. All right. Um. um like she- somebody's back
1: sound like somebody was vacuuming
0: and yeah, my <laughs> mother my mother likes to like ask if i'm doing an interview and then just proceed to make a ton of noise anyway uh, okay so uh, um she did okay. you guys catch glory's question or do you need me to ask okay. was okay. artist so, are
2: our, princess yes yeah Ed Sheeran, john Mayer, uh pink floyd okay no i like i like the trippiness of pink floyd combined with John Mayer's guitar playing, and Ed Sheeran has great songwriting ability, and writes really catchy music. So those are those are my three artists, if I'd
1: pick three. Okay. I'm more into, like, I get a lot of inspiration from like emo bands. Uh, like, brand new okay. inspires me a lot. Um, probably Circus Survive in a different way, not in certain terms of music, but in terms of, like, showmanship. Anthony Green has always been, like, a role model of mine, so I kind of, you know, model my performance after is
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, just a lot of different like of those like like the use, the use. senses all the, like those bands yeah. have a big impact on me okay you know musically and lyrically and what i want to bring to the table and our music doesn't sound anything like that uh-huh. but like i said it's because you know i take what i want to do and i give it to dan and it, it's coming out through his voice so, so. Those influences are gonna like the vocal influences are gonna come through more on his you know, on his end, which is why we you would compare us more to like those people.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, so, what was your first concert? And do you think going to see live music as a whole has present has changed how you present the band on stage?
1: Oh yeah, okay. for sure. My first show that I really like. Obviously, I'd seen like small shows like my dad had done before, but like first show I really went to, I saw the Used at Starland Ballroom. Oh shit! And it was packed out. Me and my buddy went. We didn't see each other the whole night. We got separated. We were lost in pits.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Fucking nuts! <laughs> and it was—I just knew I was like, "This is crazy." Like, this is probably so much fun for them up there. Yeah. So for me, like, I've always been. Let's be a sick live band, yeah. and I think. That's the one thing we do really, really well uh, is live performance. Even when we're even when we're at our worst, I feel like people are still like, "Oh, you guys were so great." I'm like, I ah, thought we sucked, but
0: yeah, you know,
1: I'm in terms of energy, not even in terms of like playing. Uh, so I didn't even know, like, even on our worst day, we're doing a pretty good job up there with that. Yeah, so I'm proud
0: of that. That's good. Yeah.
2: My first concert was Bullet From My Valentine. Okay. I used to be I used to be into like a lot harder stuff, like uh. Three Days Grace. I mean, I'm not talking like super hard hardcore. Yeah. But um, just being a th- Three Days Grace, Breaking Benjamin, um, a little bit of All That Remains. So I ha- and and then most purely Bullet From My Valentine. So it was really cool going to see them uh, live for the first time. They put on an amazing show, okay. and I went with a friend named Kevin, and he was like i'm sorry that that was your first show and i was like why he's like because that was that was really good it's gonna make other (laughs) gonna make other ones seem seem not as great yeah and i don't know i've been to a lot of shows since then and uh they're they're always pretty great it really just depends on the crowd
0: it does depend on the crowd
2: the band has to be the energy for the crowd but at the same time the bands (coughs) crowd Uh so people are going nuts it makes it way more fun to play
1: yeah
2: it's an awesome, a, 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 a much cooler experience. Yeah. Oh, that
1: show we played at the Pony. How awesome was that about? Yeah,
2: that, was amazing. Yeah. that, was, that, was, that I,
1: was amazing. I lived my dream of having people chant, take your shirt off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, was, why? That the, was that why the last that, time then? that you guys played? Because I have, like, a very faint memory of that show.
1: No, we we, um, we actually took fun. a break. We took a break playing for a few months after that to transition because Nick was leaving the band. Uh-huh. And then we, we started really going hard, maybe January, I mean, yeah. February, March, we were going hard. We were going ham. Uh-huh. And we were going to keep going ham throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, and then COVID hit. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: We had months and
2: months of shows like ready to uh, go.
1: We, we had guaranteed money lined up that we've we've lost out on a lot of money. And uh, I could only imagine bands that you know they're relying on this to live for their members. And, you know, we're just relying on it to support the band. Yeah, not to support ourselves. Uh You know, we lost out a lot of money. I can't imagine what other bands are losing out on. It's it's been devastating for the industry. Yeah.
3: So, if you guys could go to any show, past or present, what show would you go to? Whoa, that's intense! Intense
2: question.
1: I feel like you'd probably want to go to see Pink Floyd.
2: Yeah, I mean that's. I was thinking, but also at the same time, like Jimi Hendrix would be amazing to see live.
1: Hmm. That's. I would say the farewell show that Cream did. Cause Cream was one of my favorite classic rock bands. Never. Big Clopton era Jack Bruce fan, so I would say Cream farewell show.
0: Never.
2: Yeah, I, I gotta go with Pink Floyd or Jimi Hendrix. It's Pink Floyd is my favorite band. I feel like that would be an amazing experience, but I. I've just heard that Jimi Hendrix might be the greatest performer of all time, so you can't help but be curious. Yeah,
1: you know if what? You a Michael
2: Jackson show, that would be really great.
1: Yeah. What what I'll tell you is, if I didn't see them twice already, I would say Lincoln Park. Okay. Because having seen them and knowing that like Chester's dead, and you can't see them anymore, uh-huh. it's like that was that was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Was Lincoln Park? They put on a great show. I think Twenty One Pilots, for me, topped them when I saw them. Okay. But before that, Linkin Park was always the best live band I'd seen. All
0: right. Uh, so for you guys, what is your top three songs to perform live?
2: Uh, I don't know, it depends on the night, right? Because sometimes we'll just kill us.
1: I mean, you know what I'm going to say.
2: <laughs> Dan's going to go whole, whole, and whole. <laughs> Hole <laughs> is definitely one of my favorites to perform okay. because I get to just run into the crowd and go yeah, crazy. I was say, you you
1: probably have more fun on hole than I do.
2: Hole, <laughs> John Gotti,
1: definitely because I I like to spin around okay. and go that way. It's always fun.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, go that way used to be like the go to ender, mm. and now. It's it's not it doesn't have it doesn't hit quite the same without scatterbrain though. Oh yeah. I'll go but that
1: way. John Gotti's t- t- was gonna take over that role anyway. John that, a
2: really cool song.
1: That guitar solo. That's a new one we haven't released yet, but we play it we finished the uh the first set of the pony with it. It's where the Brandon comes up and he plays that guitar solo. Okay, oh, yeah. Like and just starts going in. It's fucking it's intense.
0: Oh, cool, cool.
3: Finally Step out the stage, look out the crowd, and like, oh shoot, I made it. What
1: venue is that for you? Uh, for me, it was Starland, and we already played there. Okay. But, oh, wow. I, but I want, I right? my dream has been the headline Starland sold yeah. out. Uh-huh. Headline
2: Starland sold, sold out. Maybe like MSD.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> that's Dan. PNC.
2: PNC. That'd be cool. PNC.
1: PNC would be, I, I don't actually want would rather do PNC
3: yeah. than MSD. Awesome
1: show
0: to PNC. Yeah. yeah, everybody complains about PNC. I hear a lot of hate, but I love that venue. So yeah. I
1: like it too. Lawn yeah. seats. Yeah. Um
0: Lawn. so we do this thing where we get a question from the last band we interviewed, so this one comes from backseat vinyl. Uh where's the favorite place? Where what is your favorite place that you guys have traveled to? oh
2: Maybe Georgia? Would you say Georgia? I was thinking Georgia.
1: (laughs) Um, I'm surprised you didn't say Nashville.
2: Oh, oh my God! But we didn't get to stay there that long. But Nashville was unreal. I want to go back.
1: Stayed in a while. Kentucky was was cool. Mm -hmm. We met Kaylee. Cool. Our super fan.
2: (laughs) Florida was great story.
1: Well, actually favorite place was Florida because we played in Florida and two brothers came out to see us play and they like they found us online and they were just huge fans and they always talk to us on Instagram mm-hmm. and they see us live for the first time and it's like they were singing uh, they were singing all the words they were singing my ad libs today. De- like yeah. they knew everything and it was like it crazy. Was, I was in like that's oh awesome. my god these
0: are, like, super fans yeah that's awesome
2: Florida, that, that was a really cool show
1: Yeah, Florida just because of Chris, Chris and his brother Alex.
0: Yeah, awesome. So,
3: where do you guys see the band in the next five
1: years? (laughs) (laughs) The the goal is my goal is to be able to pay everyone, and we all have uh, health benefits, Mm -hmm. and we can continue like you know we're make we have a functioning business and we can support people and we're. You know, creating jobs for other people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and doing this, you know, full time. All right, I'd, I'd probably have two, three albums out in five years.
2: That's the goal. All
0: right. All right. Same for you, other Dan.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dan's got the vision. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, f- five years from now, it'd be great to just be able to travel full time and play large, sold-out shows. Yeah. And make um enough money to survive and Mm -hmm. maybe then some a little bit
0: um
2: yeah that'd be great that's a that's a lot of a lot of work and a lot of shows away so we have a lot to a lot of work before we yeah just trying to get through covid right now
0: Yeah. yeah yeah um so we're gonna shift away from music for the last couple questions uh if you were on death row what would your last meal be and why
1: You know what it is. I'm getting I'm getting sushi because I love sushi. Okay.
2: I would say peanut butter and banana, Nutella sandwich. Okay. With honey, yeah.
0: All right.
2: (laughs) And a glass of and a glass of chocolate milk. (laughs) All
0: right. Simple. I like it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys could live in one fictional world for a week. Where would you live? Like, it could be a book, comic book, movie, show, like, where
2: would you go? <laughs> Attack on Titan, where, uh...
3: <laughs>
2: no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay.
3: Um,
2: I would want to be Spider-Man. Yeah, if I could be any fictional character, I would want to be Spider-Man.
1: You're, uh, Tom Holland
2: it <laughs> would be, be, be amazing to swing from building to building, to flying through the air like with webs, taking out bad guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd want to. would want to be a Pokemon trainer. Okay. <laughs> That's really cool. Okay, I'd okay. want to catch them all.
2: Okay. Fair fair.
0: fair, fair. All right, and for the last question, most important question: What is your favorite color? Green. Green. Black. Okay taste black, <laughs> black not a color, the color. All right. Um, well, that's all the questions we have for you guys. Is there anything you guys want to plug, real quick? Um,
1: live stream every Sunday, nine thirty on Facebook.
2: Okay. Education uh, band. All right. On Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. <laughs> TikTok. All
1: right. Oh, yes, I our TikTok. It's all videos of a German Shepherd and a Chihuahua. i have i have one video with like 80,000 views of a chihuahua snapping at my german shepherd
0: okay all right so dog videos over on tiktok TikTok
2: yeah check us out on spotify green knuckle material all
0: right yeah
2: uh i have some stuff under dan key if you want to listen to that as well
0: okay do love the solo work The work, (laughs) the grind well that's that's all so uh thank you guys